Welcome to Jim Galliano's Building a Better Web Presence podcast. Build something better with less moving parts, less overhead, and less headaches. Hey everyone, welcome back. This is Jim Galliano, and it's good to be here with you for today's podcast episode. The other day I tried answering the question, what does it take for the average business today to make it to the top of the search engine rankings or the search engine ranking pages, also known as the SERPs, S-E-R-P-S, in 2023. After all, if you rank highly for your keywords, you can enjoy the kind of traffic to your website and to your offers that everyone else has to pay for in the form of ads. Now, just in case you're a total newbie to the world of online business, let me give you a quick explanation right about here. Keywords and keyword phrases are simply the words people type in when they're looking for something online or doing a search. Some phrases are short, some phrases are long. Now, if people are typing in words and phrases relative to your business and to what you're selling, and you're showing up on the first or even the second page of the results, how do you think that would change your business? How do you think that would affect your business? What kind of impact would that have? What I'm talking about isn't the only path to success with online business. It's not the only option that's available to you if you're starting out or if you're struggling or you're somewhere in between. It's not the only option on the table. It is, however, a well-traveled path, historically speaking, and it works to this day. Now, before we get into it, today's episode is sponsored by two of my very own marketing resources, the Digital Strategist Newsletter and the One-to-Many System. The Digital Strategist Newsletter is my monthly newsletter, which is released at the end of every month, usually on the 23rd or the 24th. It's coming up quickly. It's absolutely free, and it's designed to give you some insights that can help you think through your own marketing strategies and options. So head over to jimsnewsletter.com to sign up. Back issues are available there as well. If you haven't already done so, that's jimsnewsletter.com. And also, if you're struggling to build a complete marketing and sales system, if that's something that you haven't done yet, then the one-to-many system was designed to help you do that. This is a program that's designed to remove all of the guesswork and all of the confusion so you can build a successful website and marketing strategy for yourself. Once you learn the framework, you can apply it to all of your future projects. And if you do client projects, you can apply it to those as well. So if you haven't checked that out already, visit one-to-many-system.com today to learn more. Today I'm going to talk about several topics. I'm going to talk about video content versus text content, look at the pros and the cons. I'm going to talk about long-form content, search engine optimization, and I'm going to put all of these little elements together because I want to ask a question. What does it take to get to the top? What is it going to take to get your business to the top? The top meaning that when someone types in the keywords or the keyword phrases related to whatever it is that you do, whatever products you sell, whatever services that you offer, you're going to show up on the first or second page of the SERPs, otherwise known as the search engine ranking pages. When I'm talking about search engines, of course, first we're talking about Google, but Bing and Yahoo are becoming, I should say Bing at least, is becoming more and more popular with the passing of time. A lot of that has to do with 
how much they've improved their browser and another side has to do with their getting into AI maybe a little more aggressively than Google has. Bing rolled out their AI tool which allows you to create AI images for free. I believe they give you 25 tokens to get started. Uh, if you haven't, uh, this I wasn't going to talk about this, but if you go to bing.com forward slash create, you can test it out for free for yourself. But getting back to this topic, once you're on, once you rank highly for whatever terms that you need to rank highly for, you have this flow of traffic that you can't get usually by any other way, and it's absolutely free. It's different than paying for ads. I'm not saying that ads don't work. Ads do work. Ads cost money. And if you haven't noticed, the cost of paid advertising isn't going down, it's going up. So a lot of these business models online, social media business models, they rely on paid advertising to make everything work. We're talking about Google, Facebook, and so on. So being able to get ranked organically means you don't have to invest in paid ads unless you want to. If you're getting plenty of business, plenty of traffic to your products, services, and offers for free, then why would you be tempted to invest a lot of money in paid advertising unless maybe you're a Fortune 200 company and that's just what people in your marketplace do? So I've learned in the past that when my products rank highly for whatever search terms they need to rank highly for, everything else becomes so much easier. But SEO has been made, at least in my opinion, unnecessarily complicated over the years. There's two sides to search engine optimization, in my opinion. There's the technical side and there's the non-technical side. Now, I'm oversimplifying this because I don't want to get bogged down in any one part of this discussion today. I want to answer the question or help you answer the question for your own business or maybe what you're thinking about doing coming up in the not-too-distant future. What would it take for me to get to the top? Once you can answer that question, then you can decide whether or not it's worth the investment. It's one thing to say, this is what it's going to take, this is is what it's going to cost and it's another to say well we don't know what it's going to take or what it's going to cost so that's what we're focusing on today what it's going to take what it's going to cost and help you answer that question uh, as accurately as possible for your specific business site now if you have a physical business you have a physical place where someone actually comes through the storefront does business with you face to face then you approach search engine optimization a lot differently than a digital-only or online-only business does. Now, I run a business that's a hybrid business. It's a cross between a digital agency and a personal brand. Now, one of the things I discovered earlier on, if you've listened to earlier episodes of this podcast, was that as I was growing my company brand, people were recognizing my personal brand, who I was, my personality, what my strengths were, what made it an enjoyable process to work for me. All of those things began to stand head and shoulders above my quote-unquote company brand, which as the, at the time was basically just a logo, a website, and some content around what the company was about. But they were engaging my prospects, my clients with me day in and day out, month in and month out, and so I became the face of the business. Now, one of the advantages of the online world today is, is that people connect with people more than ever. In the past, people had faith in big companies, big brands, big names. Today, that is at the lowest point probably since they've been recording the numbers, since they've been recording the percentages. 
People like doing business with people they know, people they like, and people they trust. That's been a marketing mantra for years. But when you couple this with search engine optimization, SEO, what you have is you have a human face, a human personality representing a topic. People connect with people that's never going to change. It's the reason why big companies create advertisements. They use personalities, actors, actresses within those commercials. And if the commercial is successful, they'll use that actor, that actress to be the face of that brand over and over and over again. So we have that naturally right out of the gate, the capacity to be the face and the brand of our own business, the capacity to be a personal brand. And we can argue that you are one, whether you like it or not, you're either a strong personality, a strong brand, or you're a weak brand. Now, I'm not talking about the fact that you have to be maybe outgoing or gregarious or anything like that, but you should know what you're talking about because that is your business. You should know your brand, your line, your topic, whatever it happens to be, and you should be able to answer questions and help people make an informed decision when it comes to buying something. We buy solutions to problems. We buy the ability to get from point A to point B. There's a lot of reasons, a lot of things that motivate us to buy, but we're getting back to that main question again. Let's not stray too far from it. What's it going to take for an individual to get their business up to the top, to the place where when people begin searching for that kind of solution, when they start searching for answers to a specific kind of problem, if it's related to what you do, what's it going to take to enable more and more people to be able to find you? The answer is you're going to have to begin to rank near the top of Google, Bing, and Yahoo search results when people are looking for people who do what you do or sell what you sell. So the question, once again, is how are you going to get there? What's the strategy? The strategy for you is to become a household name in whatever niche you're in. And to accomplish that, we're going to have to create a plan that will enable you to outwork all of the other personal brands in your market, or at the very least, most of them. The goal isn't to outwork or outgut an online presence like the Wall Street Journal. The goal isn't to create more content than Forbes magazine or some other kind of organization that's been around forever. You're big enough to get results on the highest level because of what you know, because of your experience as an individual. But you're small enough to provide exceptional service. This is where your power lies as being a personal brand. And the sweet spot, that's the image that you want to keep in your mind. That's what most entrepreneurs are shooting for in the image that they're conveying to their marketplace. Big enough to get results on the very highest level, but small enough to provide exceptional service. Again, most entrepreneurs who aren't interested in making the Fortune 500, building a huge company brand, that's what they're shooting for. Now, back in 2017... I fully committed to the personal brand marketing approach. I started this podcast, a weekly podcast, a solo podcast, and I figured it would take me a year or more to really grow roots. So I grinded it out every week. And I hate to use those words, grinding it out, but you know, there are just certain weeks that you'd rather be doing something else. I don't care how much you enjoy whatever it is that you're doing, but I committed to disciplining myself to sit down and record an episode each and every week. Now, long-form content is content that's at least 950 words in length. I make it simple. I shoot for a 1,000 words, and that was back in 2017 and 2018. 
But since then, I've discovered that it's not just the quality and length of the articles, but it's how long you consistently publish them for. So let me explain what I'm talking about. Let's say we publish an article a week for 24 months. That would be 104 articles over two years. Now, if you and I started a business tomorrow and we decided to shortcut that process by hiring writers to create, let's say, 300 long-form articles over the next six months, we would absolutely get a bump. But unless we kept that pace through the second half of the year, the next six months, and then we kept the pace going consistently into year number two, the algorithm long-term would potentially interpret us as trying to game the system. And most of our content would be relegated to, let's say, page eight or page 10. So whatever pace you decide on, plan on keeping it for the next 24 months. And this is something you won't hear from too many people. You know, back in the day, there was keyword stuffing. Today, the same principles apply to content. We don't hear anybody really talking about this. I'll call it content stuffing. That's what people are doing right now. And it's true that you may use AI to create high quality content, but the consistency has to be measurable over a span of time. We're dealing with a very intelligent algorithm and it's getting smarter all the time. You just can't game the system anymore. Maybe you can a little bit in the short term, but it will get you on the back end. So I'm telling you to shoot for 24 months of content and keeping a pace that's consistent across those 24 months. Maybe you write one long form article a week. Maybe you can only create two a month. The idea is stay consistent with it because almost none of your competitors will do it. And, you know, therein lies the secret to modern day marketing. Almost everyone sacrifices the long-term result in favor of the short-term wins. And I did the same thing myself back in 2017 and 2018. I had written, I would say about in the over a six-month period, I had written a whole bunch of long-form content. I probably wrote about just a little over 60,000 words divided up into a bunch of articles that were at least, at the very least, a thousand words. Many of them, I think my average was probably like 2,200 words per article. And I didn't get the bump that I was looking for. But what I did was I used those articles as the basis for my podcast episode. But I just was not in that place where I wanted to keep that pace going. Again, because I didn't see the bump that I was looking for. But I didn't know at the time was that that's exactly how this algorithm works today. It saw me as coming strong out of the gate. And yeah, I got a, a tiny bit of a bump. But when I kind of trailed off six months down the line, then I experienced the penalty or the blowback for that. I hate to call it blowback because, again, I was kind of experimenting with it. And I thought to myself, well, maybe I'm not getting the traffic to my website from this long form content that I've created. But at the very least, I'm only having to study one topic. And then I turn that one topic into a weekly podcast episode and back at that time, a weekly article. But it was just so much easier to sit down and hit the record button with a few notes and then talk into the microphone, talk to you about topics that I've been involved in for over 20 years. No writing involved, no editing involved, none of that. And so, yeah, I got the benefit of growing a podcast, but I didn't get the equal benefit that comes with a complete SEO strategy of having that consistent long-form content that was keeping pace with the weekly podcast episodes. And now, 
here I am only 24 months later, and the effort that I'd have to put in to create that same amount of content, keeping with that schedule, is about half of what it was back then. Half today of what it was back then. Just let that sink in for a minute. Today, we have more workable solutions, another word for strategy at our fingertips than we did 24 months ago. I'm talking about solutions to the problems that you and I may have had doing certain things in the past. For example, maybe creating audio content was an issue for you in the past. Maybe you're not happy with the way your voice sounds. I mean, it can be a million and one things. Maybe you didn't have the right audio equipment. But today, you can buy AI text-to-voice. And I recently bought a product like this about three weeks ago. And it's incredible, the quality of the voice. As a matter of fact, I played it for several people, and they couldn't tell the difference between the AI voice and the real live person reading from the script. And the great thing about the AI voice, text-to-voice, is that as long as you have the text properly edited, and there's, of course, tools to automate that too, tools like Grammarly or even ChatGPT, then you don't have to go back and continuously re-record or do any editing because the AI gets it right on the very first take. We have some incredible artistic tools, templates at our disposal today. And with the newer AI tools, when it comes to creating specific kinds of artwork, I mean, just think about the doors that will open as we move forward. It's incredible what you can produce right now. You can go to bing.com forward slash create, test it out for yourself, see some of the examples there, experiment with the different styles, and it's amazing what you can do. So I'm looking at this in the context of if you want to grow your brand, if you want to become a successful marketer, if you want to show up on the first page for whatever keywords or keyword phrases people type in when they're looking for people who do what you do, who teach what you teach, who have the products and services that they're looking for, then there are things that you can finally start doing today, now in 2023, that you weren't capable of doing even six months ago. Now these roadblocks are being quickly removed out of the way. And I want to say that I look at it in a positive way. I look at it because I want to put good content out there. I want to be consistent with my marketing. And even though I've been in business for over 25 years now, I've learned enough over time to know that I can't rest on that. I mean, that sounds great, especially when you're meeting people for the first time. You tell them you've been doing something for a very long time. Or you can tell them that you've had some of the same clients now going over 20 years. Yes, it's impressive, but the only thing that really impresses people ongoing isn't what you were able to do for them yesterday. It's what you're capable of doing today. Even the greatest actors, actresses in the world, if they're no longer pulling the numbers today that they used to pull in the past, it doesn't make any difference whether they won a dozen Academy Awards or whether they're worth you know, $100 million or more. Because if their name is no longer drawing today at the box office, then they are yesterday's news. It's the same thing with any other profession. You can be a writer, a designer, you can be anything. It's great that you did the work in the past. It validates who you are today, but you still have to produce results today. And when I look at what's happening in the world of text, in the world of video, and how these things can com be combined to create a powerful ongoing SEO type strategy. And that's what I'm looking at this um, for. I look at SEO as the way to get free traffic. Now think about it like this. You may think, Jim, this really isn't free if I have to create audios and videos and, and do all of those things and be connected 
with the market. Well, you know, there's a reason why they call it entrepreneurialism. There's a reason why they say that as a business owner, you have certain responsibilities that's impossible to get around. And instead of looking at this as work, I look at it as something that's enjoyable because I still have the ability to create. I look at things like video, the power of video content. I've used videos for years to do prospecting, to talk with new clients and to walk them through processes. And I did it before it was popular. Right now, I can go into my unlisted section of videos on YouTube, and I think there's close to a thousand videos that I've made there talking to people over the years about how we're going to solve their problems. They have one or, or two or three views on them because it's just me talking to one other person. Sometimes I've talked to board members using this technique. I've taught about it in the past, but the point is it's still video. I never decided to put my energy into using a video channel, so to speak, as a public way of talking to groups of people. But even that's changed now because I've already experienced firsthand the power of using video to communicate with people one-on-one. -on -one. So when it comes to capturing attention, leaving a lasting impact, why wouldn't you want to do that anyway? Regardless of whatever that you do, you know that if you're a little bit older, that there'll be younger people that will look up to you, that can be inspired by you, motivated by you to take this step and start building their own business, their own careers. If you have people somewhere in the middle, they're business owners, maybe they can't afford to hire people that do what you do, they're willing to take the time to learn how to do it themselves, you're there providing the video content to walk them through the processes that you know like the back of your hand, step by step. So when it comes to capturing people's attention, leaving a lasting impression, video content absolutely takes front and center stage. A good video ticks a whole lot of boxes, but think about how many times that you've maybe stumbled across a memorable video and it really, the content really stayed with you a long time after you watched it. That's the power of video content. Why wouldn't you want to create that kind of content now that you have the tools to do it? You don't even have to be on camera to do it. There's a new thing now, it's called faceless video. I know a lot of people don't like to see their face on video. They're looking at like every mole, every wrinkle, everything that doesn't look quite right. But if you go on YouTube, you'll find that most of the people do not look like celebrities on video. Even with the good lighting, you can find all kinds of visual flaws. It's really not about that. And, and I think sometimes we look for flaws in people because we're trying to think, well, I don't want to be in that position where people are looking for flaws in me. And these are the very types of people that tell you they don't care what anybody thinks about them. They're afraid to be on camera. They're afraid to be judged. Isn't that terrible? So I think the one way that you get over fear of any kind is to face it. You just face it head on and you stop caring what people think. We can apply that to written content. We can apply it to audio content. We can apply it to anything. But there's people out there today. They're doing the best with what they have. There's no reason why you can't do the same. Think about how social media has changed over the years because of video. Some people I know just watch those short videos where somebody's talking for like 30 seconds or so, showing what's happening in their lives or showing a product. And, and I'm not that kind of personality where I like short form content. What I mean by that is, let me, let me explain what I mean by that. I'm not the type of person that likes to go and listen to a 60 second video short unless it's something that I just want some quick information for. 
I've spent a lot of time in the technical world, so I like to sometimes see some product comparisons and things like that. Everybody's different, but sometimes when it comes to entertainment, you know, if I want to if I want to hear the latest Bigfoot sighting story of something that happened out on the West Coast, then I'll listen to a 15-minute video or longer. I'll listen to the whole thing. I'll listen to it from start to finish. <clears throat> sometimes late at night, I turn on the videos. I'm not even watching the video. I'm just listening to what's being said because the person's telling a story. But now on the other side, couple that with the power of text content. Because in a world where you know there's no shortage of interesting videos, the written word still holds its ground as being, I guess you'd call it a formidable force in the world of content creation. Because text content in all its simplicity offers some unique strengths that continue to make it a very valuable tool that you can use. And so I'm not talking about one over the other. I'm talking about what would happen if you mix these two things together. It's like ingredients. They can do together what they could never do apart. And one of the key advantages of text content is, number one, its accessibility, its convenience, whether we're talking about an informative blog post, an engaging article of some kind, a concise social media update, text is easily accessible. Others can read it at their own pace, at their own convenience, and they can go back and find a section that was of interest to them. They can easily cut and paste it if they want to keep I don't know how many times that I've read something or saw something that was of help to me, and I just copied and pasted the text into a file so I could go back later in the day and use that information. And from an SEO standpoint, text content works tremendously. And when you think about the fact that this combination of text and video, the same people that own Google, of course, are the same people that own YouTube. And so by having that combination, remember what I said earlier about being consistent with your content creation. By providing that audio visual experience along with the text SEO type content, now, of course, there is SEO for video. I'm not saying that there's not, but I'm saying that by having that balance, think of what that could do for where you show up when someone's searching for the kind of thing that you do or the kind of content that you teach or the kind of solutions that you provide. You have two opportunities to reach those individuals. Some of them are not readers. I'm just Say it just like that. Some of them would never pick up a book. Some of them would never read a long-form article. They would just skim it. They prefer watching videos. Other people do not prefer watching videos for a bunch of reasons. Recently, I talked with some older people, and they were once you know, avid video watchers, but they've gone back to reading again because they like the idea of reading at their own pace. When you're watching a video, when you're listening to an audio, you are trying to keep up with the pace that the content creator has created in the recording. But when you're reading text content, you can go as slowly or as quickly as you want. You can speed up, slow down. You can go back to it. You don't have to worry about timestamps or anything like that. It's much easier to find what you're looking for. But by incorporating the relevant keywords and things like optimizing headings, meta tags, things like that that you find on WordPress sites that are very easy to do, you can come up with your own system where every single week you're releasing another video, another form of long form content. And believe me when I tell you, when you start looking at the thousand word article, 
if you look at a 500 word article, for example, it is just a basic conversation about maybe one or two things. You don't get into depth on anything. You double that content and you can really explain and give some insights that you would never be able to do in a 500 word article. And that's why after you do this for a while, it'll become easier and easier and easier for you. And we're not even talking about chat GPT yet. We're just talking about you talking about something that you understand inside out, your favorite topics, your personal insights, your experiences, what you've seen. Once you bring chat GPT into it, then what happens is all of those rambling sentences can be easily repaired. Things can be reworded quickly. The grammar can be fixed using tools like Grammarly and things like that. And, and text content, long form, thousand plus words, no longer becomes an issue. Matter of fact, I found that it's easy for me now to hit 2,000 words because I start thinking about other subtopics that I could add to the topic and talk about that would be of benefit to the reader. Text has its limitations, video has its limitations, but combined together, I think that we have something that we would not have had we just been looking at one of them separately. So when we weigh the pros and the cons and we can see the pluses and the minuses of each, I think the bottom line is I can say without a doubt that both forms of content can find a place in the same marketing plan and in the same marketing strategy. They are tactics to be used within a strategy, and both can enjoy a place on page one of the search engine ranking pages. From a practical standpoint, we already know that showing someone how to do something is usually more effective than just telling them about it, especially when we're talking about technical topics or how-to techniques. But again, from that visual standpoint, sometimes a picture is worth a thousand words. What happens when you combine both of them together? So let's wrap things up. Our overarching strategy is to build your personal brand in the search engine ranking pages so you can attract an ever-growing audience of prospects, fans, customers, or clients without having to invest in or rely upon paid advertising. Our goal is to create one piece of long-form content and one short-form video. Create a schedule that works for you, one that you can be consistent with, for the next 12 months. I like 24 months, but keep in mind that's because I learned how to create systems to help me do things really quickly. When I was doing this 24 months ago, I did it for about six months and then stopped. You know, one thing is you and I can work probably all day long as long as we're getting paid. If you're not getting paid and you're doing things like content creation, video editing, and all of that, you have to find a way to make it enjoyable for yourself. I have to say that I gamify things a lot. I tell myself that I'm going to do this from, let's say, May of 2023 to May of 2024. I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to do it every week. We're going to measure our results 30, 60, 90 days. I'm not going to get my hopes up too high. That way, if the numbers are a bit discouraging, I'm less tempted to give up and throw in the towel. And that's how I've learned how to discipline myself. A little bit better over the years. I don't want to say I'm a master at discipline, but I'm definitely much better today than I was in the past. So you'll have to do the same thing. Figure out what works for you. Figure out how you can enjoy it. And get once you have that straight in your mind, it makes doing the work much easier. So that's about all for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you think it will help a friend, please go ahead and share the episode link with them. Share it on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, wherever you are. Or send them to jimgalliano.com forward slash podcast. Back episodes can be found there 
as well. As always, your sharing of this podcast as a whole or an episode link, more specifically, helps me reach more people that can use a boost with their own online businesses. So thank you for sharing. And lastly, if you're ready for change, head over to onetomanysystem.com. I mentioned that at the beginning of this episode. Watch the presentation, take notes, and then take the next step. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your week, and I'll talk to you later. Later.